Today's daf Meseches Saita is daf Hey. We're going to start the third line on the page, daf Hey Amud Aleph. There are three main points in today's daf. So the first point is really a continuum from yesterday, which is that the Gemara goes through a series of statements, Agadita Gemara here, discussing the detriment of Gaiva and the benefits of humility. I'll just go through a few of them, I guess. The, the Gemara talks about how <coughs> there's an Azhara, there's warning in the Torah, actually, that tells us not to be Baalei Gaiva. It talks about how being a Baal Gaiva is not following in the nature of Hashem. That's what, that's what humans do, and that's inappropriate. Humans tend to see lofty people, only see the people on their social status, but not people that are lower. HaKadosh Baruch is the opposite. He lowers himself to be with those that are lower. People like that are cut out of the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't live in the world at the same time. A Talmud Chacham, however, has to have a little bit of gaiva just so people take him seriously. Different explanations for that. The Gemara tells us ways to keep ourselves humble is to remember the acronym of uh, Adam and Basar. They're both a reference to our, our nature being uh, something that's very basic and lowly. Um, the Gemara goes on to say that if people have gaiva, they eventually are going to be lowered and become secondary and not significant. And the Gemara talks about the benefits of humility, how Kaddish Baruch listens to their tefillos, people that are humble, and things of that nature. Fine, that's the first point of the day. Moving on. Now we're holding the middle of Hamud base. The Gemara wonders, second point, why the Mishnah says seems to contradict itself. The Mishnah said, what is the what is this, the kinoy? As he says in front of witnesses, don't speak with somebody. So the Mishnah says if she goes into a place of seclusion, then that would be considered kinoy and stira. The problem is, is that the, the warning implies that speaking alone would be considered stira, but then the action actually it has to be stira, meaning seclusion actually like it sounds. So the Gemara clarifies that in order for it to be an effective stira that makes her into a sota, the warning has to be done in a way that <coughs> he says, don't seclude with that person, and then if she secludes with that person, not just talks with him, then she would be considered a sota. Okay, third point of the day, the Gemara tells us is that when it comes to the husband dying, as the Mishnah says at the end, before you can resolve the Sota status, the Mishnah says the brother-in-law, the Yavim, only does Chalitza and he doesn't do Yibum. So there's four explanations, three versions of Rav Yosef and then Rava that explain why is it that the brother-in-law can't do Yibum but rather does Chalitza. So let's go through the three of the, the four explanations. So the first version of Rav Yosef is that the Torah says Le'ish Acher, which implies that she should go marry somebody else but she should not marry the Yavam. Why? Because the Yavam is an extension of the first marriage and she has to go marry somebody completely disconnected. Rabbi challenges each of these, but I'm just going to go straight to the point. The second version of Rav Yosef is the second version of Rav Yosef is um, that one second. Yeah, the second version of Yosef is that the Torah says again, and the way we understand it is, he's considered an ish acher, the other person, she should go marry him so that she doesn't destroy the husband's house. Certainly then we wouldn't want her to destroy the Yavam's house so there wouldn't be a mitzvah of Yibo. And the final version, the third version of Yosef is, the Pasuk calls it acher because the other one who's marrying her is knowingly taking a rasha into his house. So certainly based on that, the Yavam shouldn't be getting involved in doing Yibam. Rava comes and says, actually, the reason that he doesn't do Yibam is based on a Kalva Chomer. 
and this Kabbalah Chomer is challenged and then confirmed, but ultimately it's established as acceptable. So Rava says the Kabbalah Chomer is if she prohi- is prohibited through the action of becoming a Sota on the one who she was initially permitted to, i.e. her husband, certainly her brother-in-law that she was initially prohibited to because he's Eishazach, meaning she is his uh, brother's wife, this, the actions of Sota would not allow her then afterwards to, be, to do Yibam to him, and that's why Yibam is prohibited. All right, we're stopping. Almost uh, halfway down, Vav Amud Aleph. As is Hashem, we'll pick up with Davav tomorrow.